How's it going, everybody? This is actually being shot a few days before I air it because I'm going to be on a plane. I This is being shot just after I appeared on The Ruben Report, and I will fully admit right now, it, this, is, this is absolutely unfair on my part, I'm not necessarily prepared to challenge Dave on all the things people have brought up throughout, the, throughout, throughout uh, you know, the... Challenge me, Tim. Come on. But, but I do want to ask a few things about sure. uh, some of the criticisms people have had. Yeah. And we'll start with the, the first, and I think, in my opinion, always sounded the most ridiculous. Yeah. That you're funded by the Koch brothers. I wish I was funded by the Koch brothers. I don't know how many times I have to address this stupid thing. So I'm, I'm glad to do this, by the way. And I said to you right before, like, let's just do whatever you want. So... Learn Liberty was a nonprofit that we worked with for two years. They actually wanted to work with us this year, but I just wanted to move in other directions. They are a subsidiary, I think, of the Institute for Humane Studies that years ago the Koch brothers gave money to, but it's a nonprofit that gets money from thousands of different people. Um, we worked with them. They sponsored one episode a month for about two years. They gave us some of the best shows that we've ever done. They gave, I mean, they gave us academics, basically. Deirdre McCloskey and Randy Barnett and Steve Davies. They sponsored our episode with Phil DeFranco just because they, they liked him. I have never met a Koch brother. I was never asked to do anything. They're, I don't even know that they have anything to do with IHS or Learn Liberty anymore anyway. Um, but they're a nonprofit. That would be like saying anyone that gives to a nonprofit means that they sponsor wherever that money goes. And, and by the way, for the for the fake news channels out there that you know these YouTube pretend channels that put these things out there and pretend that they're fact, it's like they weren't un they weren't somehow discovering something. Every episode that we did with Learn Liberty, I would start by saying uh, we're continuing our partnership with Learn Liberty this week, and joining me is. Blah, blah, blah. So I'm very proud of what we did. Some of the best shows that we ever did. Some of the shows that actually fortified my beliefs in some of the things. I, I quote the episode with Randy Barnett, who is a uh, Georgetown University law professor, who's argued in front of the Supreme Court. One of the things I talk about now all the time is the, the foot vote, that it's your responsibility to move to a state and influence local politics uh, rather than having everything come down from the federal government. That was something I learned in one of the shows with them. So anyway, I'm, I'm, it's like annoying to, to have to keep saying it because it's like this is what these people do online. Do it's it, like yeah. you make up stuff. You make everything, everything's a Koch brothers conspiracy or a Soros conspiracy. That's and exactly. so I, I, just to be very clear, I am 100% proud of the partnership. 100% they wanted to continue the partnership and we just wanted to try other things. And 100% I was never asked to say anything or, or anything like that. So, and that, yeah. but one of the main reasons I want to start with that is the sure. George Soros stuff drives, drives me insane. Yeah. He's, he's a guy who throws money at things. Sure, you can criticize him for, for being a funding source for a lot of these far-left activities. But it's like, dude, seriously, I'm more concerned with the individual who made the fake news about us yeah. than one of 100 organizations that gave him the money to do it. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I oh get it. by the way, I can also tell you that in the second year of our partnership, uh, I know for a fact that it was a female. It happened to be a female that sponsored it that year because I wrote a thank you note. It was an anonymous donor, but I wrote they wanted me to write a note that said, dear ma'am. I mean, these are just nonsensical little stupid I, things, yeah, and it yeah. doesn't placate any of these people. But, uh, whatever. So, someone yeah. recently reached out to me and said they were a big fan of yours, but they yeah. felt like your newer episodes started focusing too heavily on the regressive left, social justice issues. My personal opinion, yeah. I, I feel like you've been attacked by a lot of these people to such, to such an extreme degree, they've actually stolen some of your focus. So, yeah. Wh oh. what do you well, think? Well, I like what I'm doing, and a lot of other people like what I'm doing, so if this person doesn't like it, I mean, I, you know, ironically, I don't remember the last time I said regressive left, the phrase yeah. regressive left. There's that cartoon I said it, too. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, first off, I love that Freedom Tunes thing, because yeah. it's like, wow, the fact that, like, I created something here that is so memeable and that people are so interested that a, that a mockumentary of it, basically, 
um, can get like a million views is pretty awesome. When I go to colleges and kids come up to me and they're like, Dave, I agree, I agree. And, <laughs> and you know, I'm like, wow, that's how cool. Like I've hit a level where people are, are doing parodies of me. That's actually cool. Um, so I'm very happy with what I'm doing. I would say, if I, people, yeah, I would say if people don't like it, then don't watch. But I do every week. I do something that I think is interesting and relevant, and it's like just even what we just did right now. Until yesterday, when I was literally sitting in the parking lot at Petco, I didn't know you were going to be on Rogan, and I yeah. wasn't exactly sure what I was going to talk to you about today. But I had a, a, you know a general we thing. We did ju- talk about the regressive left. We well, didn't say regressive. We didn't. Left. Say, yeah, but but a lot of the frustrations that I think, well, certainly that I have, but I think that you have, and that Absolutely. many many people have, are with what has happened to the left. That right. good, good liberals, I mean good, decent liberals who want to live and let live, have been purged from their party. If you don't think that's worth talking about, that's not on me. I happen to think it's something worth talking about. I happen to think it's the biggest threat to Western civilization that exists. I think identity politics is the biggest danger to a Western society. The idea that we, the ideas of identity politics and what radical leftism has become, that we would look at each other and judge each other on these immutable characteristics is the reverse of the American experiment. I happen to think that's something worth talking about. So if someone thinks I talk about it too much, I don't really think I do, but you don't have to watch. It's all good. Right. I, I, I have, I, I self-reflect and yeah. I've said to... And by the way, if you thought that of me, I would I would still be okay with that. I, I would take that in as, as I... am a neutral centrist. Well, <laughs> like I, I, it's, it's no, but, but you're someone I respect. So if you said, if you... Like we're like Dave, you know, I watched your last ten episodes, and you know, you, you seem like you're you're off the whatever, and you had the you know you had the wherewithal to say that to me. I would take that in and think about it. I happen to think that you know, I, believe me, I'm reflective enough of this stuff. Um, I, I'll say yeah. this about myself too, because right. um, you know, people like they say Tim Pool's red pilled and all that stuff, and I'll say, listen, I just talk about what I care about. Yeah, I read the news every day. I see a story. I want to, I want to talk about. It. I think it's important, and I think you you hit the nail on the head. If you don't like it, don't watch it. And like, it, it's crazy to me that people are like Tim. My mom was like, will you criticize some Republicans? And I was like, mom, I don't care about the moderate Republicans or, or Democrats. Yeah. I, they're doing boring stuff. I care about the alt-right and the regressive left, and the alt-right is like disheveled and gone. So, but that brings, yeah. me, brings me to, uh, to the next point, sure. that a lot of people say you used to be a progressive, but now you're like, you know, you're on the right. You move to the right. And this, this falls in line with the accusations of you receiving funding from like Koch brothers, which we've, yeah. we've gone, we've, we've beaten to death. But... You know the funny. Let me just say one other thing about funding. I don't know that anyone doing anything remotely close to this has ever been more transparent about their funding. You know what I mean? Like, a, I kept the number that I was getting on Patreon for like two years. Almost everyone else in this space shut the number down immediately. So right, so you could see the number of patrons, but you couldn't see the actual number. We left ours up for a tremendous amount of time for for like ninety percent of the time that I was on Patreon. When we left Patreon, which is just two months ago. That was 70% basically of my company's income that I voluntarily left. Um, so I don't know that anyone's being more transparent about money, but I assure you I have never been bought off and no one has ever told me what to say or anything like that. I'm, I'm doing what I think is right. In terms of – so do you think you've drifted more to the right? You're, you, well, How would you define yourself? Well, in that, I've, in that I've woken up to what radical leftism is. And if you watch my videos – so you could watch my videos when I started on Aura TV, which was September of 2015. And I, was still, I still considered myself a progressive and a lefty and that whole thing. And I started talking about what I thought was wrong with the left. And I started talking about labeling everyone a bigot and a homophobe and an uh, Islamophobe and all this other nonsense. And I kept saying, if we don't stop doing this – you will get the rise of someone like Trump. I was actually extremely anti-Trump at the time. And 
not nobody listened. I mean, they just kept doubling down. They were a they million. Yeah, and they still do, and they still do. They're, they're in the course of the last five years that this thing has taken off. I have never once, and I mean this, never once seen the left as a movement ever take a moment of self-reflection. Every time something happens, they double down and get worse. And then what happens? Well, then good liberals, guys like Brett Weinstein, who has described himself as deeply progressive, who was a progressive his whole life, who left... This isn't even that well-known of a story, but he left Yale University because he called out racism in a fraternity and basically was forced out of the school. I mean, this guy's a lefty, lefty, lefty. Is he on the left now? I mean, really, with what the left is in terms of identity politics? Like, I don't think he's really part of the left now. So if, if someone wants to say I drifted right, well, look, I mean, I can, I did, we just did this, but... I'm gay married, I'm pro-pot, I'm pro-choice, I'm against the death penalty, I'm for dignity with death, I'm for strong public education. I'm, government I'm, funded. I'm for government funded education, yeah, yeah. that's something that I think the government should do. Um, but I also happen to be for states' rights, um, I'm for limited government. Those are things that are thought of as on the right, I'm for individual liberty. So I would say that my version of liberalism is classical liberalism, which is about the individual and, and, and basically laissez-faire economics. But I do think there are certain roles for government where maybe a libertarian or people more that consider themselves, you know, ANCAPs or whatever, would say there's no role for that. I do think there's a legitimate role. But, you know, if, if, that, if that means drifting to the right, then okay, sure. Would you consider yourself now... So classically I would consider, yeah, you're center-right. Center if, right. if, if you have the set of beliefs that I'm talking about often, then I would say you're center-right now. And even if you don't really have that set of beliefs, if you basically believe in freedom, if you basically believe you should keep as much as you are, you know, keep a, a good amount of what you earn and that it's, it's your money and your life and your adventure and all of those things, well, then you're basically on the center-right right now. And I would say there's a great, interesting coalition of conservatives and libertarians and classical liberals and disaffected lefties who I see, I see this in the real world. I mean, I just did a year-long tour with Jordan Peterson. So I saw this in Denmark and I saw it in Sweden and I saw it in Canada and I saw it in Australia of people that are all sort of right-ish but that disagree on abortion per se and disagree on some degree of taxes and a bunch of other stuff. But they're all kind of center-right, and, it, and it's really, it's a rich, diverse place to battle ideas, and all that they're really doing, what, you, what unites them more than anything else, it's that 8% you talked about in the interview. Oh, the progressive, the progressive. The radical left progressives, I'm, yeah. I, I'm center-left, and all that really yeah. means is on the economic scale is I believe in more, slightly more government control than you do. Yeah. Like, we talk about, I, I like progressive tax, I like a minimum wage, yeah. with caveats. Yeah. But uh, so you, you would, and say, that's great. Like so, we we did this in the green room before the show today. We yeah. started debating it, and I was just like, we just don't have time today. But we'll, I'm more than happy to sit down with you and talk that out another time. I, I, Why not? You know, I just never like. I really want to talk about all. I, I've done videos about this, but so so we'll move on. I don't want to yeah. uh, just. Well, let me just say what I think. I don't think that makes you evil. The fact that you think differently than me on on those two things, let's say, and I don't think right, and I don't think you think I'm evil. The problem no. is <laughs> that as Dennis Prager has laid out many times that conservatives generally think that people on the left are wrong. People on the left, as it exists now, think that people on the right are evil. Not and, that's a, and that's a huge, huge difference, yeah. So do you think that, I, I guess one of the criticisms is, it's really easy to get... I think cons- you're going to say something nice about me at some point here. I think you're a nice guy. I think, uh, I, I actually... <laughs> I'm kidding, um, I'm kidding. Well, I've heard the criticism of you, and I, and I know you, and I, I'm absolutely, this is the worst, I'm the worst person to actually yeah. try and, and drum up these things. Yeah. I, I ultimately feel like, for a lot of people... It will not be satisfactory. You know, they, they're going to want some other individual to like go at you. Yeah. But uh, I, I don't want to just sit here and act like you're a perfect human being or anything. So what, what I want to ask is, do you think? Because uh, one of the criticisms is that 
it's really easy to get a conservative to sit down and talk to you. Even even people who are provocateurs and associate and, and, and considered very controversial love to sit down with you. But equally, the what we would call the regressive left or social justice warrior type people, really hardcore identitarian, authoritarian, they're not going to sit down and talk with you. So then you, you only get exposed to a certain faction, and yeah. then when people see you drift towards that faction, it feels like you've been influenced by your own guests. Well, I, I wouldn't be pompous enough to say I haven't been influenced by my guests. I sit down often with really, really bright people, people who are experts in their field. The idea that I haven't learned anything from sitting across from Ben Shapiro debating abortion, as we've done, even though we disagree, we disagree, yeah. that's why we're having a debate. The idea that I would sit across from Jordan Peterson and not learn anything. But at the same time, that's like, I mean, look, I've sat across from Eric Weinstein, who's a lefty. I mentioned Brett before. Brett's a lefty, too, brilliant yeah. biologist. Eric's a pretty brilliant economist. They're both on the left. I think that they were both Bernie people, and I've learned from them, too. So I would say, it's going to sound a little corny, but I would say I'm blessed in the fact that every week I get to sit down with people that I learn from. Now, sometimes I learn that the person across from me actually doesn't know that much. I'm not going to call out a particular guest, but like <laughs> sometimes you learn something there. You learn, oh, you know, this person... Like, there's a... Here, I, I'll give you one. I'm not going to say who it was, but there was somebody I had on who's a, an extremely influential political person, um, I don't want to say more than that because it'll kind of give it away. But it was extremely obvious to me. This person had been recommended to me by a lot of the top people that I love, whose books are right here. I sat down with that person, and I was for an hour, I was so deeply unimpressed. And everything that they said sort of rang untrue to me and dishonest. And now, did I ever say to them, I think you're lying about that? Did I ever say to them, you're, you're a fraud or something? Of course not. But what I did was I tried to ask the right questions so that the way they would answer them would show that it was obvious that if you know anything about what I think about things, that these were the wrong set of ideas. Um, but I'm, I think I, the idea of not being influenced by the people you're around, I think, is kind of silly. I th- I, so I, 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 I'll, I'll briefly mention this because yeah. I don't think uh, a lot of people accuse you of only... <clears throat> well, I'll say this too. I do think you host a lot of repeat people kind of often, and it's very successful. Like you, you, you I have, don't know. I think the most I've ever had anyone on is like four or five times, and you're you're in that group. Oh, definitely. I think I think you, <laughs> Peterson, Ben, and maybe Eric. I've all been on four or five times. I think I think that's it. Sam's been on twice. Um, I, I so I feel like there's, there's there's criticism, and again, like I'm the worst person to try and bring it up because I'm my fourth yeah. appearance on your show. Yeah. But uh, like I don't think it's a conspiracy that you have people on that you like and agree with. You know what I mean? Like we we have a conversation where sure. there's interesting things to talk about. We know that we disagree on a lot of things, but we're going to have an interesting conversation. Right. Like I, I remember Eric was challenging you on um, center left policy versus mm-hmm. center right, more government. Right, control. exactly. That's what I'm saying. He he's more of a lefty now than I am. So why not talk that out? So again, th- these are the types of things where it's like. If someone, the way you're approaching this, where you're, you're just trying to call out things that either people say or that even maybe, maybe that you feel it to a certain extent, it's like, all right, it's done with respect, without attacking, and it's like, I don't know, maybe, maybe you know, you know maybe, here, here, maybe, there's, maybe there's some truth there. Um, so so uh, there, there are accusations that you don't really believe what you believe. You're just I doing... Mean, that. That's 100% it's, it's, all, it's all about making money. Yeah, but this is what these people do. They attack your motives and they impugn you. And they lie about you and they think that they know what's in your head and they think that if they can get one, if they can pull one thread that that means they understand everything about you. I have never, never on this show said anything that I do not believe. I have made mistakes for sure. There have been times where I seriously screwed up things factually that we left in there and then we would pin the comment. 
And so, you know, and what I realized was to even do that is stupid because it just, then the, then these trolls just clip the mistake and they say, oh, see what he did, yeah. see what he did. So it's like, but we don't edit for content. We've edited for content, I think, twice. Once was because a, a guest was, was pretty drunk, actually, and I didn't <laughs> want to completely ruin their career. Uh, and one other time, I screwed up a question in a way that actually made no sense. That, that one was sort of recent, actually. But we don't edit for content. I do the best job that I can. Um, and I think, look, you know, the funny thing is, if you're doing something that's decent, if you're doing something that's relevant, you're going to get your haters. So yeah. that's all right. I never wake up in the morning. I always think it's like I see these people that are hating me all the time, and I'm like, who, who are you? What is wrong with you that you're waking up? And you're thinking, oh, I got to figure out what Ruben tweeted today to go after him. It's like, listen, I'm doing my thing. If, if you don't like it, I said this before, but don't watch. It's okay. You, you were on Rogan once or were you on more? Uh, three times. So yeah. there, there was one particular incident where uh, Rogan was asking you about why you believe in less government control. Yeah. People felt like you didn't know what you were talking about, that you were advocating for a position, that you weren't. No. So this was, uh, I think specifically, this is the last time I was on Rogan, and it was, we were talking about building codes, I think was the right. specific part of it. Yeah. Oh, you've been dragged And I today. kept, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, I, we were talking, well, it was in the framework of talking about limited government. And I said at the beginning of this, this is not like my particular point of interest, like building codes, or even regulation specifically, like the nitty-gritty parts of regulation. Uh, I like talking about ideas. That's what I like talking about. Yeah. So, like, we got into some nitty-gritty thing about um, about building code regulation, and I said something like, you could have private regulation for some of this, and that you'd have an agreement between the buyer of the house and the seller of the house, that maybe that's not exactly the role for government. But several times in that, I said, if you want to talk to somebody who really knows this better than I do, I said, talk to Yaron Brook from the Ayn Rand Institute. Yeah. And these guys are more radical libertarians, let's say. They, they, they call themselves objectivists, but they're radical libertarians. Right. And I kept saying, this is not really a position I have, but I thought we were just having sort of like a fun uh, it, it intellectual like exercise. With criticism, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, because I saw the usual suspects just tweeting it at me all day long. <laughs> and it's like, I, you know, all right. You know, it's funny. I had dinner with Joe, I think that night or maybe two nights after was that. You ever saw that picture of me and Sam and Joe and a whole bunch of us at dinner? Yeah, yeah. So and I said to Joe, I was like, oh, I'm getting some heat for that. And he's like, he's like, who cares? Like, who cares? Like, why would you care? And I was like, oh, yeah, why would I care? My, my thought on it was, well, I disagree with you on your position. Yeah, I'm, I'm more left. But also. I don't assume everybody knows everything about everything. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely true that people who hold certain opinions about policy don't know everything about the policy. Yeah. And in fact, the conversation about the Dro was to try and help you understand whether or not you will strengthen your opinion or challenge your own opinion. Right. And by the way, Joe gave an anecdotal story about how his father, I think, was in construction and that he would have gotten away with a lot more if it wasn't for regulation. And that sounds like a very strong position to take. And I'm not, of course, people will always cheat. People will always people cheat. Yeah. 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 People will always dump in the river whether there is regulation or not. People will always find a way around rules. I mean, that's that's the way of life, right? Like that. And that's, that's actually cat and mouse. that's it's cat and mouse, and that's also how you get innovation. But in that particular instance, I mean, I repeatedly said, like, this is not exactly what I think. I, th I really thought we were just sort of having a, like, a, like a fun intellectual exercise. And then I could see because it was personal to him, because of his dad, he got kind of into it. And then, and then yeah, the, the, the YouTubers, oh, Ru Rogan destroys Ruben. Well, there, there, there's yeah. obviously people, like, it's funny, the same people who criticize you say the same crap about me. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, I'm like the worst person to try and call you out on anything. Yeah. But here, here's the big problem with uh -oh. what we're doing here. Yeah. I trust you. Like yeah. I, 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 we've we've had uh, drinks before. I've I've come to your studio. This is the third time I've been here now, 
And so it absolutely is the worst. It's the most biased, probably, calling but, out but, of any... But that's not really what it is. That's not really what it is. Just because there's, let's say, a mutual respect here, or that you think that I'm relatively decent, or something like that, the idea that that somehow discounts you from asking the right questions. You actually just asked me very pointed questions. You asked me important questions. Now, would... Would I have rather just you just ask me to like talk about the things that I really love? Like Praise maybe, yourself. Yeah, maybe, right. Maybe that would be more <laughs> fun to a certain extent, but not really, right? So it's like the idea that you're not the right person to ask me because there's a respect there. I think I don't well, think well, that's right. I don't think that's well, right. Like it's be, it's because we have, a, uh, but there is, and from ethical point from an ethical point of view, uh, I don't know enough. Yeah. Like, you know, really, I'll say this to you guys. But, this, but this see really how you, you have to feel guilty about that, which seems a little crazy it's, to me. It's it's not like, like, I don't feel guilty. Yeah. It's, it's, I want to make sure that people, I, I temper the hype. I don't want people yeah. to think this is going to be, the, like, I, I don't want anyone to assume that I'm coming here to destroy Dave Rubin. Yeah. I think there's um, legitimate points that people have made. That you know the Koch brothers are taking us out to dinner after this, by the way. Oh, shit. That's good. I'm not editing. I'm kidding. Oh, shit. Um, they're, they're like, I, I'm really just trying to pull the things off the top of my head that I've heard people say about you. It's yeah. not everything. It's not comprehensive. But, you know, I've had people I know, like, I was talking to someone on Facebook and they said I used to be a big fan of the guy, but I feel like all he cares about now is SJWs and stuff. And I, but, but you know what I do? I'm like, dude, me too. Like, my, my channel is predominantly focused on the rise of the far left, the lying media, this, this alliance they have. Yeah, I'm very critical of them. You, let's do something. I have. I actually don't even know what the answer to this is because I've uh, I've been traveling so much that we we had to tape. I did basically a whole month in Australia just now with Peterson, so we had to tape a lot in advance. But if I just quickly look at my channel, right, we we'll just do this. I, I I honestly don't even remember what order things are in right now. So I had Tim. <laughs> I had this guy Tim Poole on today, right? He's a, he's an all right Nazi. Last week I had uh, on card. That's, that's a joke, by yeah. the way, because they will well, try and take that. To, yeah, well, yeah. if you want to say it's a joke, it's a joke. Okay. Uh, then the week <laughs> before I had Ankar Gatte and Tara Smith, who were objectivist um, uh, academics. The week before I had Nick DiPaolo, who's a comedian, talking about free speech. Uh, wait, I have to click into a different thing to see this chronologically. Sorry. Um, uh, the week before that I had Tyler Cowen, who's a who's a truly brilliant economist from uh, George Mason University. Uh, the week, week before that, I had Peter Bogosian and James Lindsay about the Sokol hoax. The week before that, I had this guy, Tal Keenan, uh, who wrote a book called A God is in the Crowd, Whether Whether Judaism Can Survive in the 21st Century. The week before that, I had Matt Eisman, who's the host of American Ninja Warrior. The week before that, <laughs> the week before that I had Maxime Bernier, who's a libertarian candidate, uh, prime minister candidate in uh, in Canada. I, you know, but, but, um, and I'll just, wait, let me just find two more just to show. Uh, the week before that, I had uh, Heather McDonald, who... Uh, from the Manhattan Institute on the Diversity Delusion. And then I have a lot of back-end things in here, so it's hard to see. Then I had Everett Piper, who's a university president the week before that, and I had Jeffrey Miller, who's a behavioral scientist before that. But so There's a really simple way to explain yeah. it, because I get similar criticism, too, is yeah. you don't talk about the things I want you to talk about. Right, well, that's what they want. So then don't watch. Yeah. It, but, you know, and, and my thing, too, is... I, we'll, we'll, but but we'll can I just say one other thing? That there's, there's a particular reason that you and I get a certain amount of this. We don't fit in the box that they want. It's very easy for oh, yeah. them to criticize Shapiro, right? So, so Ben Shapiro, he is a true conservative. Like he, he believes, I, I think, probably everything that Ronald Reagan believed. So it's like, and that was, by the way, that was considered mainstream conservatism for you no, know well, decades, basically, right? And now, now it's far right. You can't speak on college campus conservative, right? So that's that's how bananas the Overton window has has shifted. But what I would say is the reason that we get a certain amount of hate, A, it's because we're doing something good. And when you're doing something good and real and true and people can realize that off you, the haters, they really hate it. 
But for you, and it's why I know you don't like playing identity politics, but why do you occasionally say you're a quarter Korean? Because it, it, it shows there's there's some value in using that against them. So well, why do they hate me? I don't like... Out. Yeah, it's to call the hypocrisy out. So I never mention the fact. I've, I've had shows where in the middle I said something about being gay. There was a show that I did with Sky Williams in the middle. He was like, what? He's like, <laughs> he's like you're, you're kidding. Like, I, I only mention it in the context sometimes of, well, it happens to be a piece of my life. But I'm not using it for, for identity politics points. But they, but they hate they hate the apostates. Right. They hate black people who go against progressive dogma. They hate gay people who go against progressive they call dogma. They tokens. They use other slurs. All of those things. So it's like all the, the hate and all of the criticism, it's like, well, if I wasn't relevant, I guess, then I wouldn't be getting that. And I suppose that would be worse than getting some hate. And, and I think, you know, all I can do is, you know, I was talking to my mom about it. It's like, I do what I think is right. I talk about things that are important. And yes, like I looked at my YouTube channel. I'm like, wow, I do point in one direction, but I, that's what I'm concerned about. And yeah. Like, you know, what I'm trying to do is uh, subverse is really dry, super dry, because I want to make sure we just kind of do, do general news. And so it's teleprompter reading, anchoring, traditional. We do some some background led work, but the goal is to be like, listen, I, I understand that I am a bias. Like, I never said I was objective. I try to be honest. Yeah. But I am a, I consider myself a centrist partisan. I am opposed to the extremists. I don't care about the moderates. And the far left is angry because they think Ben Shapiro is a crazy person when he's actually just a regular old conservative. Yeah. He is not a fringe extremist running around with explosives doing horrible things. He's a regular guy yeah. who has an opinion. Think about it. Shapiro will come into my home where he knows I'm married with my husband. Now, his, <laughs> his default position is not for gay marriage, right? Because he, like, he has a more biblical interpretation. But now he takes the libertarian position, which is that the government shouldn't be involved. Now, I can accept that as an argument because I don't think the government should be involved and it's an acceptable position. Ben and I, and we've debated abortion and a whole bunch of other things. Look, he's never going to be my... As long as we have this thing where at some level he thinks that my relationship is somehow religiously wrong or something, he's never going to be my best friend. Like, I'm not going to, you know, whatever. But he, but he's actually a pretty decent friend. We have, a, we have a fundamental difference on something. But I think that if I, over the years, if we keep that conversation going, if I, over the years, consistently show that I'm a good, decent human being and people watch us have that exchange, I actually think Ben will be it, much more likely when, we're, when I'm 80, I'm a little older than him, and Ben's 74, that, <laughs> that he will have come around to my position then I will suddenly have come around to the position that gay marriage shouldn't be. And, <laughs> You're and, married. Yeah, and it's like, I really believe that. So I think oh, if, oh. If, if I can just, if I, you, the proof is in the pudding. And and who's more tolerant? Is it Ben Shapiro or is it all the tolerant lefties who call me who call me a self-hating gay and him a homophobe for us having the conversation? Right, right. But they're the tolerant ones. Don't I'll forget tell, it. I'll, I'll tell you one thing. I made a video where I explained my position on the progressive tax, and I, I, I one of my strongest points on it, why I, I lean towards it, is to keep income inequality in check. Otherwise, your, the economy can destabilize. You get revolutions. You get socialism. So there's a balance you need. I got a couple of emails from people who are like I, I've ne so they told me. Like, oh, they said they were a conservative, Trump supporter, and no one's ever explained it to them because all of their interactions with the left were nasty, mean, mm -hmm. insulting. And by them being like, I trust him, he's a nice guy, they heard my point and said, well, that's a really good point. I never thought about it that way. So yeah. I guess we'll, 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 I don't go too long. So do you have yeah. any, any final thoughts you want to say before we wrap up here? Right? Yeah. Uh, well, half an hour. Well, I would say it's like, it's just sort of, it's kind of funny. It's like you feel like this odd pressure that you have to ask me these things so that people don't 
you know, gang up on you and no, like, oh, you're, no, but it's no, but there's pressure. some, it's... no, no, but there's some element of that, right? Like if we, if you, if we just sat here and you just asked me whatever might, uh, current there's, events there's, or whatever else might've been on well, your I'll mind. I'll give you pushback. Yeah. Because, listen, if I wanted to get traffic, I would have asked you to rag, you know, like tell me all the bad things. Oh, this is about, no, no, I'm not saying you want to get traffic, but there's just a certain element of pressure of like, there's other people watching this, so we have to talk about certain things. There's that's some, not at all though. Some element of that. The, 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 yeah. the main reason I wanted to try and ask these things is because I felt like there hasn't been a sit-down with you where yeah. it's like, let's lay out to the best of our ability. And the yeah. reason why I said I don't think I'm the best person for this is because I think you and I both would do well to have someone throw a you know, pie in our face figuratively like, let, let's listen, I only improve because I look at myself and try and figure out what my problems are to yeah. do better. And I think that, I look... This is why I'm a bad person for this. I, I trust yeah. you, and I think that's true for you, too. Yeah. And so I think it would be good. Well, I can um, tell you this, that for all the differences of opinion that everyone knows, the IDW crew, whatever that is, right, that, that for all the differences of opinion that exist there, so Sam and Jordan, for example, disagree on the very nature of reality. That's, that's a pretty big yeah. one, right? Like Eric and Ben disagree on every economic principle there is. Ben and I disagree on abortion and gay marriage. and all, We can do all that. I can tell you that privately when I hang out with these people – we push and pull on each other every which way possible. That there is not some conversation when the camera goes off and then Eric and I just like walk out of here and we're like, what do we agree on? Blah, blah. Like we disagree on, on a slew of things. You know, he's more for government intervention right now on, on the social media stuff. We just did two hours on it. You know my position on that. I'm not for it. So it's like, like what do they really want? What do they really want? And I think, oh, it's, oh, and oh. I think what they really want is they just want people who agree with them so that they can see that they're the tolerant ones. So... It's it's, it's it's almost like we disagree on all these different fundamental positions, but we agree on liberty. Yeah, the right to I agree on freedom. Exchange, and the people who don't like that want to restrict thought don't like us. And I'll, and I'll say this too, my, my, my honest opinion on what you do and what I do is that they're going to try and figure out whatever they can to make us look bad and, and they're looking for those faults. And ultimately, I'll just say, if you don't like it, don't watch it. You do the same thing. And um, I guess we... Don't can... watch. Is, is someone being forced? Is there a machine now? Is it yeah. out there? Yeah, I think it's there. There's some sort of helmet. Well, I guess we'll we'll wrap up there because yeah. we we're going to do 15 minutes. We did over a half an hour. Oh shit! It's fantastic. But thank yeah. you for, for giving me this time. We just did a thing. We, we went back and forth. Yeah. And um, as you're watching this, I'm most likely on a plane. So thanks for hanging out. I'm gonna have new videos every day at 4 p.m. Eastern. More videos on my second channel, even today, at YouTube.com/slash/TimCast. I take no days off. I don't sleep. I'm a crazy person. <laughs> and I will see you at six. Thanks for hanging out. And I'll, I'll whatever. I'll see you then.